Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. And coming up on today's episode, we'll give a little Thursday night football recap between the Vikings and the Eagles. We'll go over Aaron Rodgers' season-ending injury already. The first series of action with the New York Jets. We're going to talk a little Josh Allen and his struggles as well from that Monday night football game. And to a tag of Aloha. What an amazing game he had the previous Sunday. We'll get into what the Dolphins' chances are in this division. And are they really AFC favorites for the year? Or is it just one week we're overreacting? So we'll get into that. And before we get started, just a reminder, we're, new episodes are airing every Tuesday and Friday. They're avail- it's available on all streaming platforms, so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to listen to it. It's on all platforms and the website, sportstalkfromthecrib.com. Com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, X, and YouTube. It's Feely Heat Entertainment as Feely Heat ENT. All right, now, so let's get into this first topic. We'll jump right into the Thursday night football recap. The Eagles win 34-28 to over the Minnesota Vikings. Eagles now 2-0, while the Vikings fall 2-0-2. Uh, DeAndre Swift had a career night as he filled in because Kenneth Gainwell was out with a rib injury, so... Know that committee in Philadelphia. Who's going to run the ball? Who's not going to run the ball? We don't know if it's going to be Swift, Gainwell, Boston Scott, or Rashad Penny. But it was Swift the whole night. 28 rushes, 175 yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, 193 passing yards, one TD, two rushing TDs. Swift almost could have had three TDs. Hello to you, fantasy guys. That started him. Because Hertz ran it in from twice from one yard out. Because that's where Swift got tackled. And the third time, finally, they're like, hey, Swift, you've earned it. They gave him that touchdown. Also, Devontae Smith, 131 receiving yards and a TD. And for Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, 31 of 44, 364 yards, four TDs. TJ Hawkinson had over 60 receiving yards and two TDs. Jefferson being Jefferson, 11 catches, 159 yards. The rookie Jordan Addison caught a long, long ball. He had finished with 72 receiving yards and a touchdown. But the game was on the score sheet, looked closer than it really was. The Eagles pretty much controlled the game from the first quarter, second quarter, and on. Because the Vikings continued to turn the ball over. They had four turnovers on the day, all of them fumbles that they lost. So the Eagles got set up in. Time again, their offense played a little bit better than they did last week versus New England. They had a lot more um, success, especially running the ball and the deep ball uh, by Jalen Hurts during the game. So they played a lot better on offense. They struggled a little bit here and there. Sometimes you just scratch your head watching them play offense. You're just like, let's get it going. The crowd was even booing some of the plays because they wanted DeAndre Swift, the hometown native player of the game. To get the ball, get a touchdown. I'm glad they finally gave the ball. I'm glad they didn't try to run those little one yard or another one yard, you know, QB sneak like they like they love to do with them with Hurts. So I'm glad he had a good day. It's good for him getting his chance. He didn't really get much last week. He only carried the ball. Oh, no, he didn't even carry the ball last week. I believe he just had a catch for two yards. Wasn't in very many plays. Total of like 19, I want to say last week. So. Good for DeAndre Swift getting this, but let's get back to these turnovers by Minnesota. It's played them. 
Played them this year so far. The first two games fallen 0-2. You can't do that. You're not going to win any football games. Eagles may be winning ugly, but they're winning. Just like last year. And they're just so lucky. <laughs> really, really think about it. Last year, the guy always to the Super Bowl. We always said they had the easiest rides to the Super Bowl in, like, history. That's how their schedule was. And now look at them already. 2-0. And they're not playing very good, but they're winning. Meanwhile, the Vikings, on the stat sheet, they look like they're winning, but they're losing. And another big reason why to that is they only had 28 rushing yards on the day. Madison... Can't get going. There's no more Davin Cook there. The run game and the turnovers is really killing Minnesota. And that is why they're falling to 0-2. They could very easily be 2-0. Flipped. If it wasn't for the turnovers and in crucial spots too. Um, especially that one during the game where Jefferson went to go fumble the ball to one yard line and win the end zone. So therefore it's the Eagles ball and it's a, a touchback. Right before halftime, then <laughs> Jake Elliott cooks. You know he uh, hits a sixty-one yard field goal. It's, it's like the Minnesota was eleven and one last year in one-score games. Well, they're already zero and two this year, so they've already lost more than last year when it came to one-score um, games. So the tide has turned a lot for Minnesota. They're going the opposite direction, and the other. Uh, question to lose out there. Since the Jets lost Aaron Rodgers, could they possibly call Minnesota since they're free-falling? Because this is Kirk Cousins last year under contract with Minnesota. Is it possible the rumors are going to start going if they keep falling and not winning games, Do they? does he get traded to the New York Jets? That is an option out there to look out for in the coming weeks. Now it's the Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Jalen Hurts is going to get better. The team's going to get better. A.J. Brown, a little scat with him on the sideline. Um, Give me the ball. Look like I need to get the damn ball. Everybody's cooking out here but me. And Hurts did. He even had a nice touchdown pass to him, but it was called back. So we know A.J. Brown's good. Jalen Hurts just has his moments where he just likes to tuck it and run. And it's annoying. But they win. So that's the biggest um, recap from Thursday Night Football. And fly goes fly. Minnesota in the coming weeks. Look out for that Kirk Cousins rumor is really spiraling for the New York Jets possibly making a trade for him. So, since we're on the topic, let's talk about those New York Jets. Monday Night Football, Aaron Rodgers bringing out the flag for New York. Excited. Everybody in the stadium is just, they got a hope in New York. They're like, we're going to get back to the playoffs. We're going to get, we're like worldwide known now. Aaron Rodgers is on our team. The first series, he goes down. Torn Achilles. Out for the year. Played four plays. Now you got all these memes going out. Gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> it's kind of funny what we say about that. But like it's not at the same time. Because his organization had hope. The first time. In a long time. And it's this fluky 
um, cause for injury. The NFLPA has come out. It's like, hey, we want all grass fields now, natural grass in every stadium because we're playing on a new turf this year. Would it? Did it really cause the injury? Maybe. Maybe not. Because it kind of twisted and the lineman's coming at you. You just kind of, it just happened. I don't think it was solely based on the field. Maybe a little bit. But that's why his foot got caught in there. But hey, why are we playing on artificial turf anyways? Why is everything got to be artificial in America now? To the freaking grass. To the damn fruit. To the, like, are we serious about all this stuff? To our foods we eat, like, artificial flavoring and everything. All these sodas. Like, come on. Chips. Like, it's getting ridiculous. I'm going to go a little off the topic with the football thing. But, like, that's where it is in America right now. Soccer players actually in Europe and whatnot, they have it in their contracts to not play on artificial turf. That they only play on grass. So I should tell you something, NFL. Let's get away from this artificial turf and go to a natural grass. It's not going to be because of the upkeep, the maintenance. Listen, these owners are billionaires. Figure out a way to make it happen. Don't complain about extra maintenance. An extra million dollars out is chump change. Out of y'all's pockets. It's like a quarter out of mine. I have a quarter of some nickels in my pocket. And it's like. That's what I have in mind. And you guys have a million dollars. is like that. In y'all's pockets. So for the owners. So what are the Jets going to do now? Zach Wilson is back being your quarterback. We saw what happened last year. The guy could barely complete 50% of his passes. He's not the answer. He threw a horrendous interception in that Monday Night Football game. But somehow, the Jets ended up winning in overtime on a punt return. And they tie the game, or or they take the lead in the fourth quarter with this horrible Zach Wilson throw that Garrett Wilson somehow miraculously miraculously catches in the end zone. And then Tyler Bass for the Buffalo hits like a 50-yard field goal off the upright. 51-yard field goal off the upright. Going overtime, then that's when the Jets won in off a punt return. But um, what's going to happen? We might mention Kirk Cousins, right? If Vikings free fall, maybe that's an option. What other options do they have at quarterback? Because it certainly can't be Zach Wilson. You guys had playoff bound, definitely. That was because this defense is, is actually really damn good. They have a great defense in New York. Great defensive line, great corners. Like they've drafted really well on that side of the ball. And they drafted pretty well on the offensive side of the ball with Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall in, in recent years. And they just missed on Zach Wilson. <laughs> but former number two overall pick, what can the quarterback options be? And you look around the league, there's not much. Because all those other veterans like Baker Mayfield and in Tampa. Right, um, it's just you got Jacoby Brissett out there, maybe, but it's maybe throw out a Gardner Minshew in Indy. Maybe he can be an option. There's been rumors about Jameis Winston. I mean, all these 
Maybe Tom Brady's pumping out some iron. Maybe he comes play. No, we can't have that happen. Come on. Um, but there's really not a lot of options. Colin Kaepernick reached out. Hey, to the Jets, like his agent reached out. Hey, I want to play football. Listen, man, you haven't played like what six, seven years now. That's out. A lot of the rumors speculating is just like, oh, what about Matt Ryan or Phil Rivers? You know, well, they want to come back and play. Like, come on, let's get real. What are the options right now? There really isn't any. Colt McCoy, free agent. He's been, I mean, you just need somebody to back him up. Yeah, Mike White last year, he played better than Zach Wilson. He's a, he's a backup in Miami. You can't have like Tim Boyle being your backup over there. You you know, New York, like you guys are in trouble. Super Bowl aspirations, and now your guys are in trouble. May not even make the playoffs. Because if you have Zach Wilson as a quarterback, you're not going anywhere. And what sucks is the very next game on Sunday is at Dallas. They just spanked the, the other New York team, the Giants, 40 to nothing. Now you guys got to go there? Oh, man. They can make get New York teams back-to-back back and blow them out. Are you serious? So... Any other quarterbacks we could think of? Maybe those are the only ones out there. Like a Jacoby Brissett. You got like a. Don't bring back Joe Flacco. Please don't do that. Please. He's just as bad, especially at this point in his career. The guy played like all these years, and you only have one good one. So lucky one. That he end up winning the Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> it's just gets crazy to really think about it. Um, but Gardner Minshew is the one I kind of like, uh, Indy, but he's backing up Anthony Richardson, the rookie. Uh, so that's what Indy's options really is like. It's tough, man. Unless you could pull something off. What about like a Matthew Stafford? But he plays so well for the Rams, they're going to give him up. I don't believe so. Plus the hit and dead money they could take is this it doesn't seem like possible. Like it just doesn't seem right. It's just that would be an awesome um thing to do if you could somehow work Matthew Stafford out to come play in New York. That would may save your season. But Gardner Minshew is to me is the only real option. Maybe Jameis Winston bagging up from the Saints, they can, you can bring him over. But that's about it. So that's enough about that. So let's get into the other quarterback that was on the other side, Josh Allen. I mean, what is going on with this guy? They were up 10 points in the second half. It's just like you don't have to play hero ball and try and play like you're in Madden just goofing around and doing things. Turnover machine. What do you have, three turnovers in the game? Like It's like, what are you doing? Some of those throws he was doing in the one, in the one play where he hurled the guy and came up like five yards short of the first down on third. It was like, what are you doing? He's another one that seems like he's regressed since Brian Dabble is not his offensive coordinator anymore in Buffalo. Ken Dorsey's been there last year and now this year as the offensive coordinator. It's just keep passing the ball and passing the ball and passing the ball. You got weapons. James Cook seems like he's pretty good running back. You drafted the tight end, Dalton Kincaid. I think that's a very good pickup for you on offensive side of the ball. You got Stefan Diggs out there. Like, you got weapons. There's no reason for you to only score 16 points, even though the Jets have a great defense. We've seen this last year, too. Like, towards the end, he kind of faded. He makes so many mistakes turnover-wise. 
And here is a crazy stat. This guy has 83 turnovers since entering the league in 2018. That's the most in NFL. 83? I mean, this turnover over the ball like you do, it's, I mean, mind-blowing. What are we doing here? He has all the talents. He's big. He's physical. His arm. Like, he's, like we're talking about him being MVP caliber. Let's get into that elite category just two years ago. Even the start of last year, he was one of the favorites. And now, it seems like he's just regressing. And you think he knows it now. Stefan Diggs rumors in the offseason before camp, he wanted out. He didn't want to, he got in the arguments with him. He, this wasn't having it. They were on the same page, and you kind of can see why. Because he's like, what are you doing out there, man? Listen, I'm here for you. I'm going to. I'm on Sauce Gardner, who's people were saying rookie of the defensive player of the year last year. I'm I'm ready to cook him. And he did a few plays. He got him. And says Josh Allen says regressing. So that's something to watch in the coming weeks. Let's just see how this Buffalo team goes about here and see how Josh Allen reacts to all his criticism and see if he can get back on a you know the right page here in this Stop trying to play hero ball and act like he's just playing a game of Madden with his friends and just say, I'm just going to chuck it down triple coverage. I got a guy wide open in the flat. I'm just going to chuck it down triple coverage interception. Oh, I'm going to go hurdle a guy on third down. I'm five yards short of the first down. I'm just going to hurdle a guy and get clocked. I can stop taking all these unnecessary hits and whatnot. I don't get it. But that's what's happening. See if he can turn it around. And I kind of hope not. Oh, the Bills. This happened. You got the Jets. No more Aaron Rodgers. The Patriots. This is going to struggle there with Mac Jones. Let's get into my team. How about those Miami Dolphins? Let's talk about it. How about Tua having a little fun up there? 466 yards, three TDs. Tyree Kill. 215 receiving yards. He says he's getting 2,000. He made a promise like he was going to get 2,000 receiving yards this year. Well, got 215 first game. He's definitely on pace for that. You see how that goes. But um, what I like about this is Tua Tagovailoa went up against Justin Herbert. That's been the debate since the draft, right? Including myself, I'm like, Damn, if we just took Justin Herbert, we wouldn't be in the situations we are. But then you see him go one-on-one, right? Mono mano this is the in the game, and Tua shined. The Chargers faltered toward the end of the game. Tua capitalized. Justin Herbert had another shot. Sack, sack, Miami's defense capitalized. They came together at the end. This will always be a topic of discussion when these two quarterbacks meet. There will always be uh, compared stats because, like, Justin Herbert's the fastest quarterback in league history of passing yards in his first three seasons. He, he's first. Tua right now, his QB rating is first. Like, he's been that good in moments, and then he 
We'll see if he can stay healthy. We'll see if he can stay consistent. We'll see if he's like the Miami's offensive line going against Bosa and Mac. Like that was impressive because they were without Taron Armstead, their left starting left tackle. And for them to do that, I really like what this offensive line did. They have to get a running game going with Mostert and whoever else they want to roll out there a running back to really help Tua out, I think, in different times, different games um, throughout the season because you're not going to be able to pass like you like you were. Even though you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, I don't know if you'll be able to hit that type of this craziness in terms of this how that game folded out because you're going to have to win some grinders. And got to be able to run the ball. So, but I respect the heck out of it too. Because I've been one of those that preferred Justin Herbert over to a, What he's done the last couple of years. And the injuries. And the concussions and whatnot. I got to respect it. Because it, it's hard to go out there and throw for 466 yards. I know you got Tyreek. But he seems like he's seen the defense ahead. Heck of a lot better now. He's releasing the ball before he even comes out of his break. Like same with Jalen Wall. Same with those other guys. We brought in Braxton Berrios. You brought in um, uh, some guys that this. It just seems to be clicking with him more, and he's spreading the ball around with all the other guys. Even Dermot Smythe, who's not really known for his receiving, he's a great blocker. He's in on the action too. It's this. He's seen the whole field, I think, a lot better. And especially Mike McDaniel is helping him with that and his vision and setting him up and calling the plays. Like, I like what I'm seeing out of him, and I have to respect him because he has proven everybody wrong. And he's going out there and having fun. And you just pray that he stays healthy because this Miami team, the way this division is shaped out now, Aaron Rodgers gone. Josh Allen struggles. We're going to keep an eye on that. And the Patriots, this could be, this is Miami's division. I picked them as my top five in the Super Bowl favorites. Like, this team could go somewhere, especially if their defense starts gelling in that Vic Fangio's scheme. They let up a load of, I mean, oh, geez, like 250 rushing plus rushing yards, I think, in the Charger game, but they still won. Their defense stepped up when it mattered. It's going to be something to really watch. Once that scheme comes in, Jalen Ramsey comes back from his injury. Like, this Dolphins team could be a team to be reckoned with in the AFC. And they're about to be put on notice. Like, Miami, let's do it. We have a lot of hope, too. I don't want to end in like a New York jet. We got all that hope. And this fault goes away. We've dealt with that a lot in Miami, too, the past, like, 20 years. Let's hope it keeps going the right direction. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. One thing you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember, new episodes air Tuesday and Friday, and it's available on all streaming platforms. And check out the website, sportstalkfromthecrib.com, where it streams there, too. And follow us on Instagram, X, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, at Feely Heat Entertainment. I keep wanting to say Twitter, so that's what's throwing me off. So 
Give us a follow on there. It's Feely He Entertainment. Feely He ENT. Now, thank you all again for joining me. Catch you all on Tuesday. <laughs>